Hi, I'm Sharon Pearson with the seven Jamaican and Caribbean weekly news items you may have missed for the week ending October 8th, 2021. These news items are brought to you by Jamaicans.com. This week's news. COVID-19 vaccination target threatened by decreasing demand. According to Dunstan Bryan, Jamaica's permanent secretary in the Ministry of Health, the nation's target of getting 65% of the population vaccinated by March 2020 requires at least 15,000 Jamaicans to be vaccinated every day. The ministry is now challenged to meet that target in the face of a falling demand for the jab. Brian told Parliament's Public Administration and Appropriations Committee that ministry staff were able to inoculate just 4,000 individuals on October 5, 2021, and that generating demand for the supply of the vaccine available represents the biggest problem in reaching the target percentage. It was also revealed that more than 268,000 doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine will expire by the end of October. Another 100,000 doses of AstraZeneca will expire at the end of November 2021. Juliet Holness, Member of Parliament for St Andrew East Rural, has criticised the Ministry of Health for contributing to the problem of low take-up of the vaccine and expressed disapproval of its reneging on a promise to prioritise children when providing the Pfizer vaccine. Stakeholders in transportation sector see first-ever COVID-19 vaccination drive. According to Edgerton Newman, the President of the Transport Operators Development, Sustainable Services, TODSS, the first COVID-19 vaccination drive for transport workers is designed to mitigate vaccine hesitancy in the group, which is especially vulnerable to contracting the coronavirus, and to meet the goal of vaccinating 65% of those workers within the next four months. Newman said that one taxi operator carries a minimum of 40 people per day, while one bus operator carries at least 180 people every day, indicating the importance of vaccinating those workers. The service intends to have 11 blitzes across Jamaica to provide the vaccinations. He added that about 14,000 transport operators have lost their jobs since the beginning of the pandemic. This week's Caribbean News. Antiguan diplomat wants end to Christopher Columbus honours. Sir Ronald Sanders, ambassador to the Organization of American States, OAS, from Antigua and Barbuda, is calling for the end of the celebration known as the Encounter of Two Worlds, an event promoted by Spain to commemorate the so-called discovery of the New World by Christopher Columbus. Saunders believes that his country would not be a true friend of Spain if it continued to pretend that the celebration is welcomed and supported there. Saunders said that the native people of the land were not in need of discovery, as they already had a culture, civilization and knowledge that suited their environment. In addition to the enslavement and genocide of native peoples, the event opened the way for hundreds of years of slavery of African people and the exploitation of indentured workers from Asia in some nations in the Caribbean. This is what Caribbean people see when the so-called encounter of two worlds is celebrated rather than lamented. 
He noted that his country greatly values its current relationship with Spain and welcomes its efforts to create mutually beneficial encounters in the present day. Are you ready to reach the world with your event, business or product? This weekly news summary is syndicated to over 60 radio stations worldwide. We invite you to become a sponsor today. Contact us at news at jamaicans.com. This week's Diaspora News. Jamaican Diaspora displays growing support for Adopt a Clinic program. Jamaica's Ministry of Health and Wellness reported that its Adopt a Clinic program is becoming more popular among Jamaicans in the United States, which has already adopted several clinics on the island. Of 109 clinics available for adoption, 36 have been fully adopted, with 15 of these adopted by the Jamaican diaspora in the U.S. They have spent $43 million total for upgrades and provision of equipment to the primary care institutions. Dr. Christopher Tufton, Health Minister, informed members of the diaspora via the online discussion program Let's Connect with Ambassador Marks that he was happy with the support provided to the program from individuals and organizations in the diaspora. The program was designed to engage Jamaicans at home and overseas who have benefited from the primary health system on the island to give back to the system. Audrey P. Marks, Jamaica's ambassador to the U.S., commended members of the diaspora for their support in adopting 15 clinics and noted that their contributions have had a significant impact in the battle against COVID-19. This week's business news. Jamaican business chosen to design projects funded by IDB. A proposal from a Jamaican business was one of nine selected in the Caribbean and Latin American region by the Inter-American Development Bank, IDB, to receive financial support to design projects. The winning proposal from Jamaica was that of the Mona Aging and Wellness Center, which seeks to create a model of care that takes advantage of the capacity of local communities with a clear focus on the demand of the most vulnerable, both in urban and rural settings. The other winning proposals for the IDB's Silver Economy Innovation for Inclusion Challenge came from Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Mexico, Paraguay, Peru, and the Dominican Republic. The IDB received 181 proposals from 27 countries in response to its challenge to identify innovative and ready-to-implement solutions to problems in health services and long-term care, financial services and products, employment and training, housing, transportation, mobility, and those supporting the development and promotion of technology-based ventures generating solutions for any sector relating to the silver economy, which is the part of the global economy related to the demographic shift prompted by population aging. Now for this week's arts and entertainment news. Usain Bolt's debut album among top 10 on Billboard's reggae album chart. Usain Bolt, who became a player in the music industry after his retirement from competitive sports, has made a seamless transition to success by following his passion. 
Bolt has always had an interest in music that dates from his first round-robin event where he heard reggae artists like Bob Marley and Barrington Levy growing up in Sherwood content. His first music venture was co-producing three dancehall mixtapes in 2019. Then, during the COVID-19 pandemic, Bolt and his friend and manager Nugent N.J. Walker recorded a reggae dancehall album in Kingston called Country Utes to reflect their roots in Jamaica. It's Bolt's ambition to become the dancehall equivalent of DJ Khaled. And now that Country Utes has debuted on Billboard's Top 10 Reggae Albums chart and risen to the top of the Amazon Music charts, he's well on his way to achieving that goal. This week's sports news. USA defeats Jamaica in World Cup qualifier in Texas. Jamaica fell to the USA in the World Cup qualifying match held at the Q2 Stadium in Austin, Texas on October 7, 2021. The final score was 2-zip with both goals scored by Ricardo Pepe in the second half. Neither team scored in the first half of the match. Jamaican players Kemar Lawrence and Damien Lowe received yellow cards and although both were the subject of red card appeals, the appeals ultimately failed. Jamaica ended the match having made five shots with one on target compared to the US which had 17 shots with seven on target. The loss keeps the reggae boys at the bottom of the eight-team World Cup qualifying table with just one point. In their next match, the boys will play Canada at National Stadium on October 10th, 2021. Thank you for listening to the Jamaica Weekly News Summary brought to you by Jamaicans.com. You can listen to this podcast again at Jamaicans.com. We invite you to become a Weekly News Summary sponsor. Contact us at news at Jamaicans.com. I'm Sharon Pearson and you can listen to me on Fridays at midday at turnitupradio.com on Saturdays from 11am until midday at the EnglishConnectionMedia.com and on Sundays between the hours of 6 and 9pm at e2onair.com for The Conduit Show with Peter G. Remember, the word is power and there is power in the word.